a few years ago when I was at the seminary, there was a couple of my friends at the seminary who decided that they were going to train for a half Ironman. And for those who don't know the distances of a half Ironman, it's a mile swim, 56 miles on a bike, and then 13.1 miles of running, sequentially, like one into the next, which is mind-blowing to me. But they would have to wake up at about four o'clock in the morning to then go uh, to a cold pool, drive away, get to the pool, swim their laps, drive back to the seminary, shower to get back into the chapel at 7.30 in the morning for a full day of classes and other things, and then to be disciplined enough to get to bed on time to make sure that they could wake up again in the morning to get back to the pool. And that didn't include the things that they had to do for biking and for running as well. They had to be running on the weekends, biking in the afternoons, I mean, plus keeping up with all their schoolwork from the seminary. It was a very difficult process. And I went with a group as they uh, I went to do their half Ironman. And we cheered them on as they ran into the lake to do their swim. They came back. They jumped on their bikes, went to do their 56-mile bike ride. We went to go have breakfast. <laughs> Three hours on a bike. What, I mean, what did you want us to do? So they, we, they went for a bike ride, and we went to breakfast, came back. They still weren't back yet. And, you know, we fi they finally came back. We cheered them on. Uh, it was funny because at the end of this whole process, I was tired. I didn't even do anything. I went to breakfast. They had done all this other stuff, and they actually had more energy than I did, which was incredible. But anyway, it's amazing what we're willing to do for worldly success. The things that they were willing to do, and these were great. I'm not saying that they would not uh, grow in holiness as well, but the things that we're willing to do for those worldly successes, for those challenges that we put ourselves through. When it comes to your job, you're willing to go through a lot of education, trainings, long nights, everything to make sure that you can have that worldly success in your career. Your you know, parents, I'm sure that you try to put your children in a place where they can be successful, get a good education, get to a good college, get scholarships, all those types of things. And you're willing to do a lot to make sure that those worldly successes happen. In our gospel today, we hear Jesus calling his disciples. And the question becomes, what are we willing to do to form ourselves as disciples? That thing that has not just worldly success in mind, not just success here and now, but towards eternal life. What are we willing to do which that affects eternity? And how are we willing to sacrifice to form ourselves properly as disciples. So it can be very simple as, are you listening to the Lord's call to take time throughout your day to pray, praying the rosary, taking time to read sacred scripture, setting aside a time for confession regularly. Parents, like I said, you're willing to do a lot to make sure your kids get to a good school, to make sure that they have that worldly success. Are you also forming them to be saints? You'll drive them all around town to make sure they get to soccer practice and football practice and band practice and all these things. Are you willing to throw them in the car and say, hey, we're going to confession? Are you willing to gather together as a family to pray the rosary together? Or, no, that's not that important. 
What's more important is that they get that earthly, worldly success. That's what's important. And I'll do anything to make sure that happens, but I'm not sure what I'm willing to sacrifice to make sure eternal success happens. That I can form my child as a disciple of Christ. That's what's most important. And a lot of times, I mean, I know I do and I hear confessions regularly. We all seem to struggle with various sins. The Lord is calling us to set something aside to grow in that area. Are we willing to? Are we willing to put those things aside, which again might be good things, but lead us down a bad path? Are we willing to set those things aside so that way we can be formed better as disciples and work towards eternal life? Or do we just say, throw our hands up and say, well, that's just difficult, therefore I'm not going to even try. Meanwhile, you have people running half Ironmans and getting up at four o'clock in the morning. But hey, actually, is anyone here? I'm not sure if anyone here has done anything like that, but that's beside the point. The question is, if we're willing to do all of that thing for earthly success, what are we willing to do for, for eternal success? And here's the beautiful thing. My friends that did that half Ironman, if they would have not trained at all, if they would have done nothing in preparation, they would have never been able to complete that race. They would have been timed out. I think they actually have a car that goes, and if you're not at a certain time on your bike ride, then you just get picked up and you get dragged off. So if they wouldn't have trained, they would have never been able to complete that race. But here's where God's mercy comes into place. You see, the Lord wants us to do one thing. Try. To put our whole hearts into it to give 100% effort to forming ourselves as disciples. And guess what? Sometimes we will fail. Many times we will fail, but it's still worth trying. And so long as we're putting that effort and trying, and the Lord can see in our hearts and knows that, that we're putting that effort in, that's what matters. The Lord doesn't care how many times you fail. But the thing is, the Lord knows our hearts and knows if we're just throwing our hands up and saying it's difficult, I don't want to, or if we're trying and failing. And that's what it means to be a disciple, to continually to follow Christ, even when it's difficult. We heard the call of these disciples. Let's be real here, Andrew and Peter. Andrew died on an X-shaped cross. He was crucified. Peter was crucified upside down. The life of discipleship is not always pretty and beautiful, and it's not just the thing that we're supposed to do when it's easy but also when it's difficult. But the Lord continues to call us as his own, to pour out his love into our hearts and to call us to be his own if we would only try. If you think about all those things you're willing to do for worldly success, what are you willing to do for the sake of eternity?